Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Cozy Christmas Podcast. My name is Art. And wouldn't you know it, I'm recording again. And sure enough, the neighbor has started mowing his lawn again. I, I know you all are just on the edge of your seat, uh, keeping tabs on the ongoing uh, unspoken war between my recording and the neighbor's lawn mowing. But eventually the grass has got to stop growing, right? Winter's got to be coming some point. Anyway, welcome back to A Cozy Christmas. I have a really fun interview today. My guest is Ken Smith from the North Pole News Dispatch podcast, and it's one I highly recommend if you enjoy cozy, relaxing podcasts. Ken is becoming a great friend. I've been able to meet through this community, and I'm so grateful for just his constant encouragement. And I have wanted him to be a guest for quite a while now. So I know that you will enjoy uh, our Christmas conversation. Well, a couple quick um, announcements here before we get started. First of all, I want to thank again the supporters of this podcast. I have, uh, I know, a couple listeners who give very, very regularly, and I am so, so grateful for that. Thank you both so much. And I saw that I sold a uh, a Christmas t-shirt this past week. Um, somebody bought one of the Christmas Nerd t-shirts from my t-shirt store. The links are always in the show notes. So if you want to be awesome, like some of my listeners that have bought t-shirts, there's a couple of different kinds of Christmas t-shirts you can uh, choose from, as well as some other items uh, there for sale that help to support the, the podcast. Also, if you are interested in joining us on the book club, this month we've just started reading Christmas by the Book by Anne Marie Ryan, and it is a delightful, cozy read that celebrates Christmas in bookstores and communities all and all those wonderful things. So I would love to have this, read this book along with you. And anyone interested, you can go on Facebook and search for A Cozy Christmas Book Club. And that should come up. If not, send me an email at cozychristmaspodcast at gmail.com. All right. And then I've got a promo to play about the upcoming Christmas podcast day. That will be on November 1st. And this year... The uh, Christmas Podcast Network. Many of us are putting out episodes that day talking about some of our favorite adaptations of A Christmas Carol. So if A Christmas Carol is one of your favorite stories like mine, you will want to um, subscribe to all of these or at least be on the lookout because we will be sharing them throughout the day. I know we're gonna. there's plans to talk about the Alistair Sim version, and uh, I believe the Muppet version, someone's going to be doing that. I know uh, one's going to be talking about the Jim Carrey version, which I'm actually interested in revisiting uh, because I've heard so many people lately say how much they actually enjoyed it and that it's aged better than maybe I thought it would. So uh, I'd like to try that out. For On this podcast, I'll be talking about uh, some stage versions of A Christmas Carol. And I will also be kind of looking into the history of the carol itself and how Charles Dickens was one of the first people to actually adapt it to be performed on stage. And anyway, and so that's just our way of having some fun kicking off the Christmas podcast season. Uh, you know, we all notice how much our downloads start to increase the closer we get to November. And then it just seems like in November, things really take off between then and the end of the year. So it's our way of welcoming you back uh, if you have been away all summer and fall. Those of you who have been following along with us from the start of January throughout the year, thank you because I love to talk about Christmas any time of the year. And I love knowing that there are at least a few people out there who still like to hear about Christmas stories and things like that, even in the midst of a hot June and July and August and September. <laughs> Let me go ahead and play the promo for you, and then we'll go into our conversation with Ken Smith in the North Pole News Dispatch. After Halloween is 
done. It's time to start the Christmas fun. Yes, my friends, it's Christmas Podcast Day. November 1st is the day you need to check your favorite podcast feed and join in the fun on Christmas Podcast Day. All your favorite Christmas shows are releasing brand new episodes. Some may say that it's too soon, but they're lucky we don't do it in June. So come along and have a laugh as we talk carols, films, and crafts, and all other things from the merriest holiday. La 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 la, it's Christmas Podcast Day! Shows some you might not even know. You might find a new favorite and take some time to savor it. So listen on your computer or phone, at work, the gym, commuting or home. A new tradition that is here to stay. Tell everyone it's Christmas podcast. Join in the fun on Christmas podcast. Download everyone on Christmas podcast day. Get in the sleigh. It's Christmas podcast day. My guest today, you will probably recognize his voice. And if you don't, then you need to go out and listen to the North Pole News Dispatch, uh, a wonderful podcast uh, hosted by Ken Smith. He's our guest today. Uh, Welcome, Ken, to the Cozy Christmas Podcast. Thanks for having me on your show. I've been looking forward to this all week. Oh, me too. Me too. Even though it's only Monday, I guess. No. <laughs> well, last week and over the weekend. So I, know, it, I know. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, uh, you're certainly uh, been a, a a fan of our podcast and many of the other Christmas ones. And I was excited to hear it when you started your own. And I really enjoy your podcast. I guess to start things off, maybe if some of us don't know who you are, uh, go ahead and tell us about a little bit about your podcast and what you do. Yeah. The name of my podcast is the North Pole News Dispatch. And it's a, it's about a fictional radio station in the magical North Pole village. And the way, the way I got that started is I was talking with, we both have a mutual friend, Todd Killian of Christmas Mm -hmm. Clutter podcast. And I was talking with Todd because I already had an existing podcast. It was totally different subject. And I told him, I said, man, if I ever find a subject in the uh, Christmas podcast world that nobody else is talking about. I'm going to jump in there with both feet. And so I thought about it for a while and uh, came up with the idea that nobody was really reading the Christmas news, like, like a broadcast, like a, uh, if whenever you watch the news, I was mm-hmm. watching the world news one day and I said, yeah, that might be a pretty good idea. So I ran it by Todd and he said, yeah, I think it'd be good because in uh, the Christmas podcast world, you have a Christmas community. It's really, it's really fun to be a part of. So I started thinking about doing this Christmas news and I'm a, I'm a creative person. I'm an artist. And so I have this creative side to me. And I'm like, well, that, that's not, that won't last very long. If I'm just reading actual news articles, you know, that won't be very fun. So come up with the idea of, uh, do, re, the magical North pole village, uh, that I was employed at the radio station in the North pole. And, uh, through this, through that, I create different characters that live in the North pole village. So it's, you know, doing this podcast fuels my creative side. Uh, mm-hmm. If you listen to the podcast, I have different characters that are, that are, uh, that I talk about, for instance, there's F Christie. Uh, F Christie's, a uh, she's the head of the, uh, cafeteria at Santa's workshop, Santa's toy shop. And she's, her big thing is cookies. So, uh, when I talk about Elf Christie's, it's usually about cookies. And there's a Elf Holly. She's, her family owns the Jolly Bakery and they've been working, they've been, they've owned that for generations. And they do pastries, you know, cakes, pies, that kind of thing. And then, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just a good outlet for me to, to use my creative side. And so the, the show that when you listen to it, it's like a news news report, but the first half of the show is called the village news. And that's where I create all the characters. And I talk about the characters in the North pole village. 
And the second half is called the Christmas and festive holiday dues. And that's actually news articles that, that I find and I read over the air. So just kind of, and it's from all over the country and all over the world, those news articles. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. And, uh, if you, if you listen, if you listen to the show, you kind of get an insight on who I am as a person, actually, because I put so much of it into there. Like for instance, F Christie, F Holly, all the bake, the baked goods. See, I like to bake myself. Mm. So whenever I run across, uh, recipes that I really enjoy and it's really good, I'll put them out there, you know, and, um, I put the recipes online for social media, Facebook and and Instagram. And I'll talk about them on there during the show. Mm -hmm. And I actually read the recipes and F Christy, she, every now and then she shows up at the radio station and Mm -hmm. she'll, and when she comes there, she usually brings me some cookies, some fresh baked cookies. And we talk about those. So there's all kinds of ways. If you listen to the show that you kind of get an insight to who I am actually as a person. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Like, uh, you know, podcasting was a way to exercise a creative side, my, my creative side that I didn't think it would, but, uh, you know, everything from doing digital art and editing, you know, it's just, it's an, a creative act mm-hmm. and, and it's, always fun. And, and I've just really started getting into baking over the last couple of years, um, and finding some different recipes that I, that maybe some of the guests have shared or something and trying them out. Um, uh, we haven't done this in a while, but sometimes my daughter, Grace and I will taste test, um, some Christmas goodies. Those are, that's always fun. You know, it's been more than just talking into a microphone, you know? (laughs) Sure. Sure. Well, yeah, for example, one segment I do on the, on the village news is called today's Christmas spin. And mm-hmm. because I'm, I collect vinyl albums and I've, I have for years and today's Christmas spin is whenever I play a Christmas album, I don't play it on the air, but I listen to it in the studio and then I do a uh, kind of a report on it, you know, uh, you know, I'll talk about it and, uh, then I actually you know, post that on the social media as well. It's just, it's just a good way. I I learn a lot of things whenever Mm -hmm. I'm doing research on the albums, you know, it's just another way for me to use my creative side. Uh, On your podcast. I especially love how just the, the kind of the the characters and stories have started to evolve in the, and the episodes. Uh, I, I, I love Elf Jacobs jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I get a kick out of them. Yeah, they're, El- they're corny, but <laughs> yeah, they are Elf Jacob and Bob Newhart. If you, if you like Bob Newhart's, if you like his humor, then you like Elf Jacob's humor. Your podcast has been running for about, uh, about a year now, I think, hasn't it? Or well, it's actually, I was, I was looking at that before, before this podcast, I was looking at it earlier today and it's been like a year and six months, seven months oh, actually. Okay. I started in February. I think that's right. February of 2022. So. Yeah. Okay. Something like that, about a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's been neat to hear all the different Christmas things that will be going on all over and how many things were happening even in like July mm-hmm. or uh, Christmas in July. Yeah. Yeah. I report about all kinds of things. When you, when you start digging around and you find these articles, for instance, like you're saying July, you know, of course there's Christmas in July. And if you're a Christmas fan, you know about that. Mm-hmm. But when Christmas is over with, Everybody, not everybody, some people have artificial trees. A lot of people have live trees, you know, real trees. They go to a tree farm or whatever. And uh, I report on what happens to those trees after mm-hmm. after everybody's through with them. They, they uh, there's all kinds of uses. Uh, they actually can put them, you know, make fish attractors out of them. You know, the wildlife uh, mm-hmm. resources people will get those and make fish attractors. They sink them in the lakes, you know, time together. Uh, they can even, they use them up in the Northeast on the beaches to help with soil erosion. They'll bury them like half bury them, you know, mm. a bunch of them. And then 
that keeps the sand from, from blowing away. You know, apparently pigs like to play with them. People take big, you know, <laughs> pig farms and yeah. pigs like to play with these Christmas trees. So there's a lot of uses mm-hmm. for trees after, because we all know that you can, they can be turned into mulch and that kind of stuff, but there's right. a, there's a lot of other unusual uses for Christmas trees after, after we, after we're through with them. Didn't you, in one of your episodes, you said there was one that was actually fed to an animal, like. They, they eat them maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pig, pigs do. Was it, pigs. was it the pigs? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pigs will eat the green, it, the green part off of it. They don't eat the sticks and you know, the limbs, right. but they'll eat the green part. Yeah. Okay. They get, they get some kind of nutrient or protein. I forget exactly what it was, but yeah, they get something from, from wow. eating, eating <laughs> pine trees. Yeah. Well, Ken and I were, had planned to just kind of sit down and talk about Christmas and some of our favorite Christmas things and, and hopefully just to bring you a, a, a cozy Christmas conversation here. Um, so if I can shamelessly plug this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but I was, I was just interested uh, to know what were, what were Christmases like for you as a child versus how are they now? Uh, I believe you have adult children. Um, how is it changed and how has it changed? Oh boy. Has it changed? <laughs> so uh-huh. Whenever I was a kid, there was, there was five of us and lived i was born and raised in nashville tennessee so that's kind of like the middle of the the state mm-hmm. in nashville in tennessee is like a a long state east to west so every christmas we would go back to my mom's and dad's hometown which is uh far west tennessee north north of jackson it's about a three and a half hour drive they lived way out in the way out in the country and uh so we would load up usually on Christmas Eve and we would head to West Tennessee. And I remember that, that drive seemed like it took forever going there. And, mm-hmm. you know, times were different back then because cars used to, <laughs> I remember I talked about this on one of my podcasts. I remember, uh, you know, cars back then they had behind the seat, they had a big area back up there, but, uh, between the top of the back seat and the window. And as a kid, there was enough room for me to get up there and lay down, you know, mm-hmm. And so we'd be going down the road and, uh, I really, I really remember that, you know, Christmas, Christmas music playing and I'd be up there, I'd fall asleep up there in the back window. A lot of times that was kind of like my spot, but then we'd go to, uh, my grand, my grandparents' house and they lived in a small farmhouse. We'd all cram in there and, you know, Santa always found us there. He always found us and Christmas day. Man, there was more food than you can imagine. You know, my, mm. my grandma, she was just a great cook, you know, just, uh, country food. And, uh, my mom had seven brothers and sisters and they all came and brought their kids. And it was just like, it was like a clown show, man, trying to get everybody in that house. And it was an old house. They still had a pot belly stove for heat. And, uh, mm-hmm. but it was great, man. It was, I remember just a lot of, a lot of family and a lot of food and, that old, there was a John Denver song, Grandma's Feather Bed. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what it was because my grandmother had feather beds. And so we'd all pile in there with blankets over the top, you know, because the house wasn't real warm. It was, like I said, it was a, it was a, just a small, small country, country house, you know, farmhouse. That's the way it was when I was yeah. a kid, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I can remember, uh, I had, lived in Illinois at the time and when I was a kid and we would drive to St. Louis to go to my grandma and grandpa's for Christmas. We were only about five hours, a little less than that, but that's how long of a drive. And, but I would remember it would just feel like it took forever, you know, like you were Mm -hmm. saying, yeah, you just were so excited and couldn't wait to get there. And they always made Christmas really special for us. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, that, yeah, I, yeah. I remember that laying in bed on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and it would be, it would just get real quiet, and you would hear uh, like sleigh bells outside. Mm-hmm. And so when Santa came, you he, you could always hear his sleigh bells. So you would yeah. hear outside the window, you'd hear sleigh bells, and oh man, so how are you supposed to go to sleep then? You know? Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, but that was that was a fond memory of that. You know, just just the just the excitement of all that, the anticipation and. Yeah. You know, you know, having to go to sleep, 
that was tough, man. Oh, man. man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I've told this story before, um, but my listeners know I just constantly repeat myself, I guess. But there's one particular Christmas at my grandparents that we had all my cousins in too. So it was a, everyone was there, full, full house. And uh, my brother and I were sharing a bed. We were like five and seven, real young. But he kept telling me about all the presents he thought I was going to get the next day. And <laughs> and, you know, there's going to be transformers and GI Joe's and all this. And, and I was getting yeah. more and more excited and I couldn't sleep. It was, oh man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and some of them, some of them he was right about. Uh, so I don't know if maybe Santa told them a, a secret or something, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe who knows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, the good, good memories. Yeah. But yeah, that, so you want to know about uh, what Christmas is like now? Yeah. yeah. So how, how is it now what? for you? Okay, well, let me tell you about the middle. I've had it's, it's oh, been sure. like it's been like three major different types of Christmases in my life. In the middle was whenever my son was born. I had one one son, and when he was born, it's like man, all that magical childhood memories and emotions came back. Man, there's nothing like being a parent at Christmas. You know, getting you know uh, just making the magic happen. That that's I don't know who all listens to your podcast, but uh, there's nothing like being a parent during the holidays. Uh, all the decorating and the, you know, the gift wrapping and I don't know, man, just, it's just magical at yeah. that time. And then my son grew up and he's, he's in the military now. So <laughs> that tells you anything. Mm -hmm. uh, so now we've moved from Nashville to East Tennessee, a little mountain town called Jamestown, Tennessee, my wife and I. And we live here and we still go to Nashville. Oh, that's something I meant to tell you is, uh, you know, whenever I was young, we always traveled to go to my grandparents' house. So when my son was young, we never left the house on Christmas day. I mean, if you wanted to come see us, well, I, I say Christmas morning up to about noon. If you wanted to see us during that time, you had to, you had to come to the house cause we weren't leaving, you mm -hmm. know, just cause I loved sitting around. Christmas morning with the fire going, uh, listening to Christmas music, opening presents, that kind of thing. Then after that, we'd go to my wife's, uh, family's house, which was close by, you know, uh, usually around noon, one, 1 PM in the afternoon. But then, so now we've, we've moved to Jamestown, Tennessee. It's a little mountain town up here and we still kind of do the same traditions. We just, uh, Christmas morning. We load up and go to my wife's sister's house and take food and everybody brings food. And it's just a, you know, there's kids there. It's just mm -hmm. a wonderful, just a wonderful get together. And mm -hmm. so that, that's the way it's changed for us. You know, I still travel just like I did when I was a kid, but it's kind of on my own terms. Should, should you say, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I can remember uh, when my wife and I first got married, uh, the first couple of Christmases, you know, it was just the two of us. So it, I mean, it, not that it wasn't fun. It was just, you miss that element with, of children. Although I'm always teased that I'm still the child that gets excited for Christmas. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I wear that badge of honor. So <laughs> mm -hmm. me too, buddy. But, uh, then my oldest son was born, um, in, uh, mid about mid December, and so that was kind of fun that, you know, that was kind of like our Christmas was, you know, we had a brand new baby boy and that was really special. But then as I started getting a little bit older and, and figuring out what Christmas was, you know, and, and the presents and everything, it, it kind of ranged from, you know, being really excited to, um, well, let's, let's try to learn some lessons about, um, generosity and not greed, you know, <laughs> because, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, that can quickly go off track, but. Uh, yeah, it was always just so fun. Now, uh, you know, my kids, I, uh, my oldest is more or less on his own now, and I've got two other teenagers and, you know, we, we know those days are coming when we'll have an empty nest on Christmas. So, although we'll probably travel and be with them if we can, however, but, uh, I've also joked with my wife that we, we need to do like that. Um, uh, I think it's in Iceland, that tradition of, giving each other books and chocolate on Christmas Eve and just spending the day reading and eating. 
chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see anything <laughs> like, wrong with that at all, but that sounds like a really good day, Christmas, mm-hmm. it, it Christmas does. Eve anyway. <laughs> it does. Yeah. That's especially, I like the eating part of it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Cause in my family, they call it, I'm known as the pie guy. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, uh, every year I always make, uh, pumpkin pies, blueberry pies to take to, uh, you know, Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. Boy, I was just thinking, uh, uh I'm, I'm due for a, a, a good apple pie here soon. It's, it's not quite cool enough outside yet to, to, you know, to fit the ambiance, I guess, but <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it is up here, man. It was like this morning, it was like 53 degrees this morning. It's still, I think the high today is just 70 here. It's always a little cooler up here. Yeah. Well, we're, uh, we're supposed to be in the eighties still this week and then, by the weekend, it's going to cool down to seventies, but it's been, fortunately the humidity has dropped. So when the mm. sun sets, it cools down to, you know, sixties and it's real nice to sit outside with uh, some coffee and a book or your dog and just kind of enjoy the weather. Yeah, sure. I mean, I love that. That's what this morning, that's what we, we were, we have two dogs. We have a uh, standard poodles <laughs> and we were sitting out on the back deck this morning looking at the, we live on a lake. So it's a small lake mm-hmm. and we were just out there having coffee and hanging out with my wife and the dogs and enjoying, enjoyed the morning. Yeah. Those are when, well, you know, when I was a kid, those, those kind of moments I found to be real boring, but now as an, <laughs> as a parent, I'm like, Oh, I live for those moments. <laughs> yeah. You sure do, man. Yeah. Yep. It's a parenting is a full-time job. Oh goodness. It is. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, I have, I have some, uh, what I'm trying, I think I'm calling the, uh, some essential Christmas questions for you. Um, I I've asked some of these to, uh, past guests and I always find their answers to be illuminating as to who they are as a person. So okay. <laughs> no pressure yeah. here on how you answer, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, wrong answers will get you kicked off. So, oh no, <laughs> I'll try to give you the right answer. Then. Okay. <laughs> Well, uh, first of all, would you rather have, uh, eggnog or hot chocolate? Oh boy. That is a tough one. I'll answer it like this. If I had to drink it year round, it would be hot chocolate. Hmm. During the, during the holidays, right? Thanksgiving and Christmas eggnog. Okay. Yeah. I should, I should clarify that. Definitely. It's during Christmas time. Yeah. I don't know if I could handle, I mean, I I love eggnog. I mean, Mm -hmm. between the two, I would pick eggnog every time, but uh, I'm not sure about drinking it in, you know, august or something <laughs> but no yeah no it would have to feel be right <laughs> for the holidays it would definitely have to be eggnog for me yeah okay good uh, uh so far so good you you got the questions okay. right <laughs> <laughs> one for one that's right well the answers are basically how i would answer so <laughs> okay <laughs> no all right uh, give, me an, no. give me an easy one man okay do you have a a favorite christmas carol uh movie or a favorite scrooge you know man I'm a nerd in so many ways. I look, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you see me, I look like a, I look like a mountain man or a biker, however you want to put that. But I'm such a nerd in so many ways. So my favorite Christmas Carol movie would be the Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. And, and we watch that every year, Marley and Marley. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that would have to be, does that one count? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's like a, a million different adaptations. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that, that is a, a, a rather popular one. I'm finding more and more. Is it really? Okay. Yeah. Well, good. I got um, my big nerves. I thought it was. That's right. Uh, I've, I've had a chance to see, uh, Gerald Dickens perform. He's Charles Dickens's great, great grandson. Uh, and, and he has said that that's his favorite version too, is the Muppets one. Really? You know, yeah, he, he said, well, if you want to go the traditional route, you know, there's the Alistair Stan- Sim and the the one in the 80s. Can't even think the guy's name now. He played Patton. Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's I, his if name? You, if you hadn't asked me, <laughs> uh, J- Scott. Uh, yeah. George C. Scott. George C. Scott. There you go. Yeah, and he he, he kind of likes George C. Scott's performance as Scrooge, but he said honestly, my favorite one um, is the Muppets one, and he, he talks about how it's it, it takes you know quotes from the book itself and it 
really stays true to the spirit of the book and everything and in mm. in good performances even though they're muppets you know <laughs> so yeah. so yeah that's that's definitely that's got the the dickens family stamp of approval on it so okay. well, how how was gerald you said is yeah mm-hmm. what kind did he do did he do a good job is he a good actor yes yes um he comes out to omaha every year which that's about 40 minutes from where we live and I try to get out and see him just about every year. And I had the the incredible privilege of interviewing him on my podcast. Uh, it was in 2020, I think. Yeah, just fantastic job. He's um, just put out a video version of his performance, which I went and bought for my birthday. Uh, so I can have it now on, on DVD as well. It's incredible that, you know, somebody can memorize about, an hour, hour, 20 minutes, or depending on the version he does of, of text. And he's playing like 26 different characters. Mm. Um, and it, it's, it's just a, a wonderful performance. Uh, I'm going to probably talk about it again here coming up, but I got an episode I'm planning in November. I think it is mm. um, to uh, kind of go into the, some of the uh, stage performances of a Christmas Carol. So a uh, little sneak peek of what's, what's coming, but yeah, okay. I, I I, I know he's been to uh, Pigeon Forge. I think is in Tennessee. Is, is yeah, that, yeah, that's right? in the in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. Okay, if you ever get a chance, uh, I I recommend you go see him. It's uh, it's fantastic. Okay, he, he doesn't sponsor the show or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> but you really like it. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah. same with me. Same but, with me on, on the North Pole News <laughs> Dispatch. I have a I have a uh, something there. Uh, my favorite coffee is made by community coffee and mm-hmm. it's, they have a flavor coffee and chicory. And I always say that's the unofficial official coffee of the North pole news dispatch. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't sponsor it, but I sure do like it. And not, so I talk about it. You know? Yeah. But you know, if anyone wants to you know, send, send me money for it, I, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. But I'll sure, I'll sure accept it. Actually. Uh, I, I do it for free coffee. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. hey, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. Maybe I need to email him. <laughs> Send me some coffee. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll mention you on the podcast. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. How about, how about a favorite Christmas movie? Um, so uh, other than a, a Christmas Carol, which I'm, everybody's favorite, I'm sure. So, <laughs> yeah. And there's so many, there's so many good ones. Uh, I, I should was... say multiple answers would be fine. So, okay. Well, <laughs> The original Santa Claus with mm-hmm. Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. I love that one, man. That to me, that was, that was magical for me whenever I saw that one. It's a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. Of course. And, uh, there's one that's not really popular as a Christmas movie, but the holiday Inn. Mm. Have you ever seen that one? Holiday Inn? Uh, I, yeah, I believe so. Uh, it's, uh, Holiday Inn is actually the first time White Christmas was ever performed that anybody that was actually recorded was was during Holiday Inn. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that 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 was one of my favorite favorites there. Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire was in that. So mm-hmm. I really liked that one. Yeah. So that's probably that's probably three of my favorites. Of course, you got the they're not really movies, Rudolph. Mm. Mm-hmm. Know? That that had to be my tops right there. Hmm. Of course, there's the elf, and you can go it's on a, and on. So oh, you got to shut it off somewhere. So I'm gonna say <laughs> two new ones: is the elf and elf and the Santa Claus, and then the other two, the Holiday Inn, and yeah. it's wonderful life. I'll, yeah, I'll just shut it off there. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know. I, yeah, I keep thinking like, oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. And <laughs> yeah, Miracle on Thirty yeah. Fourth Street, new and old versions. You know, it's, mm-hmm. so it's just a no. lot of good ones out there. That's it. Uh, I I really like the newer version of Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street uh, because that was the first one I watched. Like I I I guess I knew it was an old film, but I hadn't ever seen it. And mm-hmm. and then I saw I saw the newer one first, so that's the one I really like. Um, right. And yeah, that's that's. But I I and I understand people's attachment to the original, but. Um, you know, I, I am yeah. who I am. So that's right. I mean, like <laughs> but, I always told our son, did you like what you like, no matter what it is. You that's know? right. Yeah. 
but I, I really love uh, David Attenborough's uh, Santa Claus in that film. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's just a very warm and kind spirited person that he, he conveys that I, I I think of when I think of Santa. So, all right, how about some uh, of your favorite Christmas music? What would be on Ken's essential Christmas playlist here? Oh man, there is so many. <laughs> well, you I know have you have to. I do. I, oh, I was gonna say I, I know you like to spin the records, so this this yeah. could be a whole episode. <laughs> yeah. So you know, for Christmas. I mean, there's some really good newer stuff, but the, the traditional nostalgic Christmas songs and albums is what I really like. For instance, like a uh, Burl Ives, you know, I love Burl Ives. That's my favorite album is Holly Jolly Christmas or Holly Jolly is a, yeah, is his, is uh that favorite album. And of course, Holly, Holly Jolly is on there. Uh, you see Bing Crosby, White Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it goes on and on. Uh, yeah. So, Andy, um, a- Andy Williams, you know, so there's, there's just so, and each one of them has, you know, has multiple songs, you know, a lot of them sing the same songs, but like, <laughs> but there's one man, Dean Martin. Uh, I don't know if you ever listened to Dean Martin, mm-hmm. but he has, he has one song called Marshmallow World. Mm-hmm. And it is so, anytime I hear that, man, it puts me in the Christmas spirit. It's just a very catchy the tune, you know, the the words yeah. are great. The melody's great. It's just, it's really good. Marshmallow World and Holly Jolly Christmas is about the two that gets me in the, in the Christmas mood. And as soon as I hear them, you know, so mm-hmm. I like uh, those. I, I can't think of the lady's name right now, but there's a, 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 a modern version of Marshmallow World that uh, my wife introduced me to this one album and i can't think of her name anyway I, I like that version yeah but that's it's a fun song there's there's another one and i'm terrible with names but it, it's called i think it's called snow globe but it's it's talking about um, i wish i lived in a snow globe is the chorus and mm-hmm. and it's just a very fun christmasy song it's a it's was written just a few years ago but uh what i i love finding newer songs that I, I think will for me be those old songs I play for my grandchildren, you know, sure, <laughs> like, sure. It, uh, I, I think there's some good, good, uh, good music be- coming out these days. Yeah. And there's a few, let's see, is it Mariah Carey that sings all I want for Christmas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I know, <laughs> I know I'm probably going to get not hate mail, but I'm <laughs> sure I'll probably get a few emails about this, but, and that song's played so much, but, I love that song, man. All I want okay. for Christmas is uh, by you know Mariah Carey. Well, I I thought you were gonna go the other way and say you hated it. So <laughs> no, man, no, not not me. But I think it's a great song, and she does such a good job on it, and it gets played a lot. But that's okay. Yeah. Well, here here's the thing. Uh, I and this might get me hate mail, but I, I like that song. She does, but I I don't like any of the other songs on her album on her Christmas album. And I, I hear people all the time say, you know, it's such a, it's a great album. It's, it's classic. It's beautiful. It's all this. And I, I listen to it and I'm like, okay, I, I just don't think this is me. <laughs> yeah. well, you know, you know, Todd, our buddy Todd says that yep. the album is good and I've never listened to the whole album. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I don't I, have that album. Uh, I think it was actually after one of his episodes, he mentioned that, that the whole album is good. And I, so I went and listened to it and I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't get through it. The, the one song she does, I, I really enjoy, maybe not in my top 10, but I think I enjoy it more because my my wife and my daughter really love that song. And whenever it comes on, they stop what they're doing and, and they grab the spoons and sing into the spoon and dance around the kitchen or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, whenever it happens to come on, they they just really go to town hamming it up. And it's, so it's probably just more of the happy memories around that song. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Well, that, that song will do it to you. It'll make oh, yeah. you... Uh you know, make you want to dance around and sing in the spoons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I might've been known to, to join in a time or two. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> so. you did. That's okay. You were probably in your, in your pajamas when you did. It. That's right. Yep. Yep. In fact, I was I actually wore some Christmas PJs last night. <laughs> okay. That's good. <laughs> this is completely off topic now, but I, I, some years ago I got a pair of flannel pajama pants that have, a drawing of Scrooge all over them. And it says, 
you know, Mr. Scrooge all over, all over the pants. And I happen to have a t-shirt that also said Mr. Scrooge on it. And I, I think they might've been a set, but I got them separately <laughs> through uh, yard sales or something. I don't yeah. remember, but it's funny because people are, well, see my t-shirt that says Mr. Scrooge and, and they know me enough by now. They're like, that's that you're not Mr. Scrooge. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, man, I'd say since, uh, since we're kind of telling secrets, I guess, let me tell you what I have. It's a, uh, I have a pair of boxer underwear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is the peanuts like Charlie Brown on the front is, is Charlie Brown and lines. The whole crew's on the front with a little Christmas, Charlie Brown, Christmas tree in mm -hmm. the back of it says, happy holidays all, all across the, the back mm -hmm. of it. And I wear those year round. Man. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. They're about, they're about wore out now. I've had them forever. <laughs> uh, well, we will, we won't post any pictures of them, but no, <laughs> just, not, just not to know. Any pictures. <laughs> just know you have them. That makes me happy. So yeah. <laughs> let's see. Yeah. Um, you know, music though, uh, for me, it, and though I'm not really a musician, it plays such an important part of my Christmas celebration you know, listening to certain albums at, as it gets closer to Christmas, you know, that really make that celebration special. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's, it's, oh, it's amazing how music adds to it. Yeah. Well, I'm, man, I, I listen to it year round, dude. I mm -hmm. don't even, uh, I know a lot of people will say they'll listen to Christmas music year round or, uh, only during the holidays. And some people listen to it year round and, well, I do during the summer, I'll cut back to Christmas jazz. I like mm. jazz, jazz trios mm -hmm. and I'll listen to that a lot during the summer. And then just listen, I do the, the Christmas spin today's Christmas spin. Uh, I'll listen to whoever it might be, you know, it's not Christmas jazz, but that's mm -hmm. kind of my favorite in the summer, but I listen to Christmas music year round, man. I just, just who I am. Yeah. This year is probably a year that I haven't listened to Christmas the whole year. I mean, I usually take some time off during the summer and, it, and it's not like I'm just, you know, 24 seven of Christmas music. Uh, but, but this year it's probably been less than in previous years. I'm not sure why, but maybe I just got tired. I don't know, <laughs> but, and that's fine. You know, I, I don't force it. I just kind of go with what I'm feeling in some years. It, it just, I, I need it more than others. And I just kind of go with how I'm feeling that particular day. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I'm, it always puts me in a good mood. When I get in my truck, it it'll be play. You know, it'll be playing when I get in there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. People are like, "What is that weirdo listening yeah, to?" <laughs> and I always turn it down real quick. Oh, you didn't really hear that. I don't <laughs> know how they. I, I don't know how that got back on there. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been in this truck. I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, let's see what uh, the the last question here in my uh in, in my list here. Uh, what is your favorite Christmas food or snacks that you might have? Hmm. Christmas food. There's, there's something I make every year, uh, during the holidays, make it for Thanksgiving and Christmas, but it's sweet potato pudding. Of course, of course there's, man, I love Turkey and dressing. That's, that's probably mm -hmm. the, that's probably the number one thing is Turkey and dressing. And I don't, I don't know why we save that just for the holidays. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I love that so much. I don't know why we don't eat it year round. But mm. it seemed that we just have it on the holidays. But I always make sweet potato pudding, kind of a it's uh sweet potatoes, and it's not the sweet potatoes that uh, has the marshmallows on top that everybody you know does that and then mm -hmm. rounds the marshmallows. It's not that. It's more of a where the sweet potatoes are shredded and they and they have texture to them, and they're sweet. And of course, you put butter on there and sugar in there with it and some vanilla flavoring and everybody seems to like those you make it in like a casserole pan mm -hmm. you know so that's probably one of my favorites right there that and, and then my snacks would be uh man i like peppermint bark mm. you know the chocolate with the peppermint in there stuff. that's probably my favorite christmas snack and then you get all those goodies from Elf Christie. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, yeah, the cookies. I mean, yeah, there's all kinds of cookies. What a job! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Elf Christie made some uh, molasses sugar cookies not long ago. I really love those, man. They were amazing. I thought they'd, they're going to be really good during the holidays. Well, I, I like on your show that you also give them the uh, 
the coffee test, you know, you gotta, you gotta dunk them in the coffee to see yeah, how they yeah. hold up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything has to be dunked. And that's, you know, that's another thing we're talking about my show is just so much of it. If you know me, then, or if you know the show, then you know me pretty mm -hmm. much. Cause it's true. It's truly authentic. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing really that I add that's, it's not me. It's just, right. you know, the, the weather, I'm a weather nerd. <laughs> I watch the weather channel sometime, you know, I know <laughs> this, but I watch that. So beginning of the show, I always start out with the current weather at the North pole. And at mm -hmm. the time when I'm recording, that is the current weather. I'll pull it up and look at it mm -hmm. and read that out. So it is the actual current weather at the North pole at the time. So, uh, yeah, I, I I'm kind of with you there. And I don't know if it's, this is typical of Iowa uh, where, where I'm at, but everyone loves to talk about the weather, you know, how much rain did you get? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. this and that, and, yeah. uh, did you see the forecast and all this, I guess we've got a lot of farmers around, so they're concerned about that kind of thing, but yeah, sure they are. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and then grace for a while, she was really getting into weather too, which is funny. I mean, she was like in, when she was in seventh or eighth grade, you know, she'd come home from school and then go to like weather.com and pull up a map of the United States and see what the weather was doing, where, and who was under severe weather and worried that it might come our way, even though it was, you know, five States away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so see, see to me, I think that's cool myself. Yeah. I, th I think that is. I like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I catch myself watching if there's a hurricane happening and I'll, I'll tune in on like YouTube where they have some, you know, live weather broadcasts from, hurricanes and stuff and mm -hmm. just just to see the weather it's it's amazing <laughs> we're weather weather nerds man we we, we so. turned this christmas podcast into a, a weather podcast yeah yeah well well speaking of weather i don't know tennessee very well do you guys get snow uh at christmas or uh it just depends we when i was a kid we got more snow now we're getting more rain and sleet more icy stuff but up here where we moved, it, this, like I said, this is up in the mountains. We we get more snow up here, uh, up here. But uh, we've had a couple of white Christmases in Nashville here lately. Not a lot, but enough to say it's a white Christmas. Mm -hmm. But in Christmas, it can be anywhere from 25 degrees to 65, mm. you know, so it kind of bounces back and forth. Where Nashville is like right in the middle it's not really the middle of the country, but it's a six hour drive up to Chicago. So you know what kind of weather they have. Mm -hmm. And it's a six hour drive down to the Gulf of Mexico to the beach. So we're like right in the middle, man. It can, it can go either way as far as the jet stream moving up and down. So see, mm -hmm. if you keep listening this long enough, we are going to educate everybody on the weather. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I lived in Washington state as a teenager and it didn't snow much up there. Uh, I remember the first year we were there, there was an ice storm in December and it knocked the power out for three days just because they mm. weren't prepared for that kind of weather. They hardly ever get it. Mm -hmm. And then one year, um, it was, they, they said there was a, a polar vortex coming and they were, you know, all the news media and everything, they were acting all panicked. And I'm like, what's a polar vortex? And woke up the next morning and, and it had dumped like three feet of snow or something crazy. Oh my it, goodness. I mean, maybe not quite that deep, but it, it was, yeah. it was very deep. It was probably yeah. the deepest snow I'd ever uh, experienced. And I, so I remember thinking, oh, that's what a polar vortex that's is. Like, okay. Yeah. No wonder they were talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've yeah. never experienced snow that deep. Yeah. Except it up, was. Except up to the North Pole, we get, it stays up there. Oh yeah. It yeah. Never goes away up there. That's right. That's the place to be, I guess. So, mm -hmm. well, Ken, we had other things planned, but I'm I'm running out of time here, which is fine. Uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up here. Um, where can folks find your uh, podcast? Yeah, uh, Art, I've, I've enjoyed being on the show, buddy, and I appreciate you having me here. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, they can find a listen to the podcast anywhere that you listen to your podcast, you know, Apple, Spotify, just anywhere. And then also you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at the North Pole News Dispatch. And people can email me at the North Pole News Dispatch at Gmail. You can you can email me there. And that's pretty much it. And I recommend following his social medias. 
I love it when you post pictures of, of, uh, oh, what did you have up there recently? It was, uh, like a raspberry scone or something. Yeah. Yeah. That like was that. a raspberry scone. Yeah. That was one of Elf Holly's, uh, that came from the Jolly Bakery mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was really good, man. Mm-hmm. I need to get the recipe for that out. I, had, I haven't gotten that one out yet. I was going to say, I, I might need a recipe from Elf Holly there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. If if I'm on Santa's good list, maybe he'll he'll get it to me. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right. Well, well, Ken, you uh, take care, and folks, listen to his podcast. If you love Christmas podcasts, it's uh, it, it's really well done, and and it's it's a very cozy one. So that's what I like yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I say this real quick before you sure thing. we we get off here? Yeah. If if you're if you're wanting to be like have a podcast that's full of uh, excitement and up-tempo that's not my podcast it's a it's laid back it's a safe place where you can come and everything's positive and happy and christmas spirit and it's a cross between uh well i actually kind of modeled it after uh there used to be this show come that came on tv called northern exposure Mm -hmm. and they had a radio station there in this in this little town that was in alaska and it kind of modeled it after that. It's just real laid back. And like you said, cozy, you know, there's, you know, when you listen to it, you need to make sure you have some coffee or hot chocolate or something and kick your feet up and mm-hmm. just enjoy it. I was listening to one the other day when I was walking our dog and it was just nice company. It was, uh, it actually was a little bit cooler that day. So <laughs> it mm-hmm. was starting to feel a little bit like Christmas. All right. Well, Ken, thanks again for coming on and, uh, we don't, I'm sure we'll talk again before Christmas, but uh, we hope you and yours have a Merry Christmas. Okay. Art, thanks for having me and Merry Christmas to you you too. All right. And that'll do it for our episode today. As always, if you'd like to help support the podcast, there are links to t-shirts and memorabilia and ornaments. And also if you donate on ko-fi.com, I will send you a Christmas card and a sticker or bookmark. Please be sure to send me your address and I can get that out to you. I want to thank you again for those who support the show in so many ways, whether it be financial or by word of mouth. Uh, This podcast exists and has done as well as it has because of you. Until next time, let's remember to honor Christmas in our hearts and try to keep it all the year. Have a very Merry Christmas.